Good afternoon, Packers fans. Aaron Negler here with your Packers Daily Chat, coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels. It's Friday. The Packers are set to take on the Buffalo Bills on Sunday night, and the power of prayer has never been more important. That's right. No one with any lick of sense gives the Packers much of a chance in this game, which means we've got them right where we want them. I don't know. I'm making this up as I go, but I will say, I think the Packers are going to show up in a sense that people will be surprised. They might look a little better than maybe we're expecting, but there's no doubt this is a lot. This is going to be a tough game. This is going to be a tough one. Um, Packers injury final injury report is out. Uh, both David Bakhtiari and Elton Jenkins are listed as questionable. Big yikes there. Rashawn Gary was a full participant on Friday, but still in the concussion protocol officially. He's also listed as questionable, though he is trending the right way. That's good. And a little interesting note, the Bills starting right tackle will be out for this game. He's dealing with an ankle injury. Uh, they bring in Cuisenberry, who they signed from the Titans last offseason. That's an advantage for the Packers and Rashawn Gary. If Gary goes, he should be able to take advantage there in obvious passing situations. Um, for the Packers, Christian Watson limited all week, listed as questionable. If he can go, it changes everything for the Packers on offense. There's no doubt about it. We've seen it throughout the season when he is out there and they're utilizing him in the, the motion aspect. Even if he's not getting the ball, he changes how defenses have to play this offense. His speed alone gives the defense something to worry about and changes how they defend things as far as number of steps, what windows they're looking at, safety's taking another step over, a linebacker trying to follow him. It opens things up both in the running game and in the passing game. Not saying it makes it anything like easy. This is still the number one defense in the league that they're facing, but it certainly helps. And every little bit that helps, the Packers are going to need on Sunday. Hello, everybody in the comments section. So good to see everybody here on a Friday, ready to get it going. Ed, thanks for the super chat. So is it Sinatra's luck be a lady or the best is yet to come on Sunday night? I'll be surprised, but not shocked when they win. Ooh, baby. Ed's starting out spicy. Um, I'm going to go luck be a lady because I love that song. No matter what, always go, Pat, go. See, there you go, Kevin. I'm going to have a sip of my beverage in honor of that comment. Hmm. Hmm. Ah, that's good stuff. <laughs> Matt LaFleur is questionable. All right, all right, hold on. Hyder, 38-3 Bills gulp at halftime. All right. Now, why why you got to be like that? Why you got to be like that? I will say, the potential for a, a big-time blowout is certainly there. If the Packers are, you know, anywhere near the disheveled mess that we've seen over the last two-plus games, yeah, it could get could get late real early. Could be an ugly one. But I, I, I tend to think the Packers are going to show up for this one. Um, no real kind of logical reason behind that, just more of a feel. I do think the Packers will show out and show up a little bit better than they have the last couple of weeks. Again, that doesn't mean much as far as the very, very talented Buffalo team that they're facing. Um, and also, if if you haven't seen on Instagram or Twitter, I did put out the uh, Packers convert on third down challenge. Please join me on Sunday night. As you all know, watching the game last Sunday, the Packers were 0 for 6 on third downs. The only third downs that they converted on offense were via penalty. So on Sunday night, join me in taking a shot every time the Packers convert on third down. That's right. You can watch me here on the watch party on the YouTube channel here at Cheesehead TV 
every time. Now, it can't be via penalty. has to be conversion via offense. But every third down conversion, I'm doing a shot. I hope you'll join me, and I hope you don't have to work the next day. Tyler, what's up? Thanks for the Super Chat. Is Matt LaFleur a proven play caller? He's been bad in the red zone each year and seems to have regressed all around in 2022. Probably why he ducks you for Madden. Tyler, I was never going to play him. I was going to play his son, who apparently is really good. Um, But, I mean, we can't – see, I love this. So now they've gone through a rough patch. This is the first real adversity they've, they've, they've faced. And everyone's like, oh, is Matt LaFleur any good? It's like we can't sit here and say Matt LaFleur is awesome when they're winning tons of games and then turn around and go, oh, the guy doesn't know what he's doing when they start losing. You know, and, and the, the offense is definitely having some major problems. There's zero doubt about that. Matt LaFleur just didn't suddenly become a terrible play caller. It's all in tandem. It all works together with him, the guys around him on the coaching staff, the quarterback, their input each and every week in the game plan, etc. Now, do I think Matt needs to do a better job reacting to you know, game situations? Yes, I do think that is something that he needs to get a handle on. And I think he needs to rein in his quarterback a little bit in that regard. But, no, I don't. I don't. And as far as red zone, they've been better in the red zone this year. They've been better coming out of their own end zone, actually, as well. It's uh, between the 40s where they seem to have a major problem. James, thanks for the Super Chat. Watch this be the one game we show up and blow out the Bills. Okay, now, James, I, I try to avoid fantasy here on the chat, but, hey, I'm with you. I'll, I'll take it. Let's do it. Let's go. Uh, let's say they trade for a wide receiver, Nags. Which wide receiver would you want? Kevin, I'm still not convinced they make a move, but if they do, I hope it's either Brandon Cooks or Corey Davis. Those are the two guys I think would fit really nicely. I don't think the Jets would probably give up Davis, young player still, even though he's on a new contract, but a younger player. They're in the mix. They're winning games. I don't think they'd give him up, but I think Brandon Cooks could be got. I'd be down for that. Let's see. What's up, Rick Ward? The Rams lost three in a row when the Packers beat them last year. That is correct. I keep saying this, man. It's a long season. The Rams looked absolutely lost last year, like mid-November, early December. That three-game skid. I mean, I think didn't Matt Stafford like throw a pick six three weeks in a row or something? Like they looked absolutely done, and then they turned it around and won the Super Bowl. And I'm not saying the Packers are going to go on and win the Super Bowl. I'm not not even close to saying that. I am saying we have no idea how it plays out. And there is a long way to go. I mean, could it get ugly? Sure. I mean, it already kind of is. But people saying, well, the season's over, you can safely ignore them because they have no idea what they're talking about. Uh, John, what's up? Thanks for the super chat. How big of a bottle of bourbon should I buy? Mini? Half pint? Tenth? Fifth? Hashtag shot fund. <laughs> I don't know, John. I'm, I think I'm going to get into my, uh, my medium-sized bottle of uh, bullet rye. That's what I'm going to go for. Uh, James again. Thanks, buddy. I'm just going off how crazy the season has been. I feel you, dude. I feel you. The sense that like when the schedule comes out and you see the stretch where they play the Giants, the Jets, and the Commanders, and you think, oh, that's the stretch where we kind of bulk up on W's, right? And then the Packers basically piss away the entire stretch. I feel you, man. I feel you. Uh, Dave, thanks for the Super Chat. Do the Packers need a good showing Sunday for there to be any chance Goody makes a move? 
No, I talked about this yesterday. I no Sunday's outcome, or even how they look. If he's going to make a move, those conversations are being had right now. Um, Sunday night, win or lose, how bad they look, how good they look, that's not that's not going to be a driving factor or determining factor at all. It's only a kick, a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Might as well make it third down and touchdown shots, Travis. You got to run before you can walk. Wait a second. I got that backwards. You got to walk before you can run. I don't care if they make it to the Super Bowl. I just want to win. I feel you, Chris. I think many people share that sentiment, especially after losing three in a row. My God. Tyler, again, thanks for the Super Chat. Contribution for your victory Monday recovery IV. (laughs) Y'all acting like the Packers are going to go like 10 for 12 on third down against the number one D in the league coming off their bye in their house. When they went 0 for 6 against the fucking commanders. Come on now. I mean, I'm down. If they go like 5 of 7, let's do it, man. Five shots. Let's go. But, you know, they'll probably go like three of eight or something like that. And that's fine. But, hey, that's why we watch the games, right? Let's do it. Dustin, thanks for the super chat. Packers fans hoping to beat the Bulls Sunday. I believe you mean the Bills. Corey yelling, we winning. I'm just hoping for a first down. Packers winning by one. <laughs> I mean, at first down, preferably on second down so I can avoid a shot. But I feel you, dude. Like, just get a first down. Move the ball. Move the chains. Possess the football. To me, that's what this whole game is about for the Packers. And I heard, I was talking, I was on the radio just now with uh, 97.3 The Game there in Milwaukee, Packers flagship station. And Drew was talking about like pointing to the Arizona game last year, which I think is good. But I was pointing to that all offseason as how I thought they were going to try and operate on offense. Hand the ball to your two backs. They're down in that game. No Devontae, no MVS. 
seems the perfect recipe. And oh, look at that. They got the big W that night, didn't they? It just drives me insane when this team seems to want to make it harder than it is. They're down wide receivers. They look bad on offense. Going into hostile territory. Big, bad team across the way. Run the fucking ball. Give it to Aaron Jones. Give it to A.J. Dillon. A game in which, by the way, in that Arizona game, both A.J. and Aaron converted on third and fourth and short. A couple of times, both dudes were hit behind the line of scrimmage and still powered through for the pick up the first down. Give it to your talented players. I am begging you, Matt LaFleur. Begging you from the depths of my soul. Soder, what's up, man? Thanks for the super chat. Math says four to six shots at home. Bills are 33% third down conversion defense. All right, man. I'm down four shots. I can do that. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Shallow waters. I see why Corey doesn't like Peter now. <laughs> Who would y'all catch that kind of throw down between Peter and Coon? Oh, wow. That was crazy, man. Like, both of those, like, okay, man, both those dudes needed to step back from, from the old Twitter.com that night. That's all I can say. Because, wow. Wow. That was crazy. Chris, thanks for the super chat. What's the over-under on Matt LaFleur saying they need to do a better job getting Jones the ball in his post game? Chris, I can't. I can't. I don't know. I, I, won't, I won't know because I'll be drunk as hell. So, God help me. I will say, I'll... I'll probably tear Packer Man apart. You hear me, Lil Ton? He's over here. Hold on. Lil Ton, I fear for your life Sunday night if Matt LaFleur says he needs to do a better job of getting the ball to Aaron Jones. Godspeed, Lil Ton. Godspeed. Aaron, thanks for the super chat. Let's look at a positive for a change. Hey, sure. Hey, but we got people up here in the chat talking about how they're going to blow the bills out. How much more positive do you need, Aaron? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Let's look at a positive for a change. Enigbari is beginning to look like a steal, getting him in the fifth. Having him as a solid rotational guy is dope. I agree, man. I was just talking about that on the radio. Uh, you know, with Gary being questionable, and I'm not saying, you know, he's not going to play or whatever, but it is somewhat helpful to know that you've got a kid who at least looks at least active when it comes to rushing the passer. And I do like how Barry got Quay Walker involved, getting him off the edge a few more times in that game in Washington and throw all that in the mix along with Gary cooking with gas. But yes, and Igbari is looking like, I don't know about a steal, but he's looking like a player. He's definitely looking like a player. No question there. Dave, thanks for the super chat. If I was the Packers play caller, I would run that pin and pull pitch play until someone stops it twice in a row. Swear it works every time. It's so funny how that play was like the bane of our existence as Packers fans under Mike McCarthy, but with LaFleur and this offense, it has worked. Almost, as you say, almost every time they run it. I can't believe they didn't go back to it more in Washington. They legit got five yards almost every time they ran it. I'm with you, man. I am with you on that one, 100%. H. Carrington, it's not Little Ton's fault. He wants to run. <laughs> I feel you, brother. G. David, what's up, man? Thanks for the Super Chat. Is there anything about the Packers franchise culture you find problematic that might be showing up on the field? No. 100% no. Like what? I'm curious as to what you might believe would filter onto the field 
that would be problematic. I can't even fathom what that might be, G. David. Can you expound upon that? Because, no, I can't for, for the life of me. Luke, thanks for the super chat. Hey, Nags, just got here. I'm really excited for Watson and Torre. Oh, man, I hope Watson can go. I really hope Watson can go. And, yeah, Torre got his first reception last week. I, I'm I'm all for seeing a little bit more of him. I don't know if Rodgers would throw to him on a dare in normal down and distance like run of the game. I know last week they were trying to come back and probably a little desperate, but I with you. I hope I hope he I hope he takes one to the house. I hope he has like a 60 yard post bomb touchdown. I'm all for it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Ryan, thank you for the super chat. If the season really goes south, I believe Goody could be updating his resume after the season, doing shots if they go for it on the fourth. No fourth downs. Do not count shots. No shots for fourth downs. Um, and also, I hate to tell you this, Ryan, because apparently you want him out the door, but uh, Brian Gutekunst literally just signed a contract extension. He's not going anywhere, no matter what happens this season. LaFleur, too, and Russ Ball. All three of them signed contract extensions this past offseason. These are their guys. They're not going anywhere. Settle, settle in. Is Matt Ramage here? Matt Ramage, coach, saying I got to get 33 the ball more is like me saying I got to stop drinking so much while getting hammered. <laughs> Ramage, you ain't wrong, brother. You are not wrong. Yeah, that, that, that's that's kind of my old thing. I think I put this on Twitter a couple years ago. Like, seemingly every few months, I'm like, man, I got to stop. I see myself in the mirror. I look how fat I am, and I'm like, God, I got to stop drinking beer. And then I go buy a six-pack. G. David, thanks again. Perhaps stubbornness, hesitancy to change or try new things. Just been trying to explain to myself what we're seeing. Overall, an amazing franchise, of course. I don't know. If, okay, thanks for clarifying. I don't think, and I was looking for it. You didn't need to do another super chat, but thank you so much. Um, hesitancy to change or try new things. I don't think it's so much that. I do wonder if, not stubbornness, but comfortableness. You know, a way of kind of a routine of working that has, like I just said, those three just signed contract extensions. Like, where is the, and you signed Aaron Rodgers, everyone's happy. Here we go. Another season with a chance, quote unquote, at making a run at the Super Bowl. Well, now we see it's kind of all kind of, you know, become way too real, way too quick. Um, I do wonder if there was a little bit of, I guess not complacency, but a little comf- like being a little bit too comfortable. You know, think, oh, Devontae, we'll trade him away. Well, Matt and Aaron will figure it out on offense. Blah, blah, blah. We'll spend all this money on defense. You know, you know, the NFL will hit you upside the head real quick. And maybe, we'll see, maybe, you know, national TV against a really good opponent, maybe that brings it out of them. We'll see. But as far as, like, yeah, being unwilling to try new things, I think Mark and the franchise itself, I've made it very clear. They give football anything and everything they need. Like, there is no limitation. You want to try new things? You go right ahead. You need uh, a new practice facility. Let's talk about it. Let, you need an underground garage for the dudes and to get football and personnel closer to our coaching and personnel closer to each other. So we'll build this underground bunker. Yeah, we'll spend millions of dollars and uproot lot one, and we'll do it all. Like, football runs the roost. So... I can't imagine that it's the franchise that has led to what we're seeing on the field outside of what I just talked about. Maybe a little bit too comfortable. Marcus, thanks to Super Chat. 
20 bucks for your excellent taste in music. Well, thank you, Marcus. That's uh, that's really nice of you to say, because I know my daughters would definitely disagree with you. Although I will say, Olive Nagler has become the biggest Depeche Mode fan. and It is fucking awesome. She's talking about wanting to go see Depeche Mode on their tour. They're coming to New York next April. And Olive's all like, can we go? I'm like, hell yeah, we can go. Thank you for that. Hello from Arizona. Go Pack Go. What's up, Daniel? Hello from New York. Salut. Go Pack Go. Carry the G, brother. Mm. Is it possible Matt LaFleur could be as stubborn as Mike McCarthy? I always said Mike McCarthy was the most stubborn NFL coach I had ever seen in my entire life. And that's after watching Mike Holmgren's entire tenure. And he was one stubborn SOB. So, yeah, Matt LaFleur is stubborn. There's no doubt about it. But, no, I'm sorry. I can't put him on the same level as Mike McCarthy. Mike was absurdly stubborn. Mike was so stubborn, he put Jason Spriggs on an island on third and long, repeatedly. Cringe. What's up? Thanks for Super Chat. Dog update. Uh, There's no dog update per se, but Olive will have an update for everyone, hopefully by Christmas. We'll see. But just keep watching the socials. You'll get one. Ed again, what's up? Thanks for Super Chat. Packers are going as a team for Halloween. Go Pack Go. Very well played. Well played. G. David again. Thanks for Super Chat. Appreciate your thoughts. Makes sense. Go Pack. Thank you so much. Thanks for uh, the support. And thanks for the great question. Uh, All right, everybody. I'm going to have to get going. Can't thank you enough for hanging out, talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Please do me a monster favor and hit like on the video. Subscribe to the channel. And then tell your friends and tell your family, Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Have a great weekend, everybody. Hopefully, I'll see you on Sunday night right here on the Watch Party on the YouTube channel. It's going to be a lot of fun. Join me. Packers convert on third down challenge. A shot every time they convert a third to a first on offense. Can't wait. It's going to be a lot of fun. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great weekend. Go Pack Go. Uh-huh.